TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allowed 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months. Yeah, I'm sorry, I just want to bring something up. I know we're going to get to marijuana. I just This just popped in my head. I know we, I always talk about, like, I hate how we disagree on so much. There's so much fighting in the world of politics, but we have to be just be aware that it's coming. One of the podcasts we put up was about how Wawa is moving into the area. Right. And I went, you won't believe this question I asked. Oh, boy. You're going to be blown away by my my creativity, Nancy. Okay. I just simply said, pick a side. (laughs) How creative, right? It started off nice. Yeah. It started to get a little... Right. People are very passionate. Like, no, you're wrong. Sheets is not good. No, Wawa's the best. Like, it's really going to get, this is going to turn into a situation where there could be a uh, gas station, hoagie shop, snack shop, uh, rage, where people are going to be yelling at each other, hey, losers across the street. It's going to be like that. So, I love the people that are like, I like coffee at this one, but I like this at that one. Like, they literally have it down to which product they want to buy. I do like the Sheets frozen beverages. Do prefer the sandwiches and the rolls at the Wawa. <laughs> Would I make two stops? Probably. I mean, yeah. I, I like to think I'm la- not lazy when it comes to I'm that stuff. I'm the type of person who, and first of all, I'm not going in to get food, so I get yeah. it. If you have a preference, you're going to do that. But yeah. for me, whichever one's on the right side of the road, so I could just pull right in and pull right out. Seems like the best. But yeah, yeah. if you miss that news, the Wawa got approval, at least uh, another one. Yeah. One approval from zoning uh, to build their uh, Upper Demons and uh, 309 in the Back Mountain, Dallas Township. So now they just have to, I guess, do some kind of study and stuff. But and it looks like build, it's coming. Build, build, build. If you build it, I'm sure they will come. And uh, there's also one being proposed down here by the uh, casino right across from the sheets there. On 315 in Plains Township. Are there, are there other, what other businesses are out there that I'm not thinking of that have this kind of passionate fan base? Like if if I went to a mall and was like, I'm going to get a shirt at JCPenney, would someone just be like, no, Macy's <laughs> is better. You don't see that. But with this stuff. a lot of young people. Have you, ever heard of, have you ever heard a senator be like, you know, like uh, I'm a, uh, I don't know, I'm a Burger King guy. But you, you no, know, you don't hear that. No. He, but Fetterman will come out and say sheets, right? So like we, t- this is one thing we take very personally. These places, I think, a lot like, of younger people have very um, big opinions because it's a place that they go yeah. because they're either at college or you know young yeah. and not cooking their own food yet. They right. stop and get food. So I think that's why people give be very nice vocal. to each other. That yeah. should be the takeaway. Be nice. How about? Coke and Pepsi. I mean, <laughs> that's yeah. crazy too. Sometimes if, you just go, "Do you have Coke?" No, we have Pepsi. Okay. But I don't ever really remember seeing commercials saying pitting Wawa versus Sheets, but it just kind of happened organically. Right. right. Coke and Pepsi. Pepsi was just like, yeah. "Yeah, we're the choice of generation. Taste this. You like right. this better." Ha ha. This is not. It shouldn't be. Right. We shall anyway. see. I think. Hey, more choices, better 
for maybe, all of us. Maybe they'll merge and become wheats. <laughs> Or Shawa. That sounds stupid. Let's yeah. the other name is kind of sort of, but Sheets is the last name. Anyway, back, five, back seven, to you. 870 yeah. All right. So yesterday we were talking about that AT&T outage just oh, yeah. for anybody checking in today. Um, that was AT&T pretty much only. Other people that maybe thought they were having problems from Verizon or others, they believe that those were people who tried to text somebody affected on AT&T. If it didn't go through, they thought they, too, were affected. It was AT&T. Um, there were tens of thousands that happened at 4 a.m., more that happened at 7 a.m., even up until noon in some places. Um, AT&T did acknowledge the issue. And at first, they only said some of our customers experiencing wireless service interruptions this morning. Um, but we do know now they're saying that it was not any kind of malicious actor. It wasn't a cyber attack. It wasn't some kind of attack from a hostile government. Uh, it literally was caused by the application and execution of an incorrect process hmm. or a coding error as they were expanding the network. Um, this was something the National, uh, like the, the Homeland Security got involved in. FBI talked to AT&T. The FCC did as well. They all wanted to know what's happening. And it didn't help that for hours there really wasn't any kind of word as to what was going on. They do say service is now restored for all affected customers. And the FBI has said, yes, we've talked with them if there was anything that if we found anything that would be of a concern, we would definitely let people know. So, yeah. So, if you were thinking the worst, it's China, it's Russia. Uh, no, it was more likely Larry and IT. <laughs> God, poor Larry. What's going to happen to Larry? I just now? followed Leon's email with the instructions. I'm oh, sorry, guys. Oh God, it's a big problem. That's like. Probably the one big thing they tell you, right, if you're doing something like that. Don't screw up because so many people would be affected. I'm sorry, 60 customers, 60,000. Oh. Yeah. Um, We're watching uh, also a national story that's breaking is uh, the president is soon supposed to unveil sanctions against Russia for what happened to Alexei Navalny. We don't know yet, but I guess any time now, uh, we could be finding out what those details are. We know that there's some sanctions coming. We just don't know what. Uh, before the break, at the top of the hour, we talked a little bit about Josh Shapiro and his call for the Pennsylvania legislature to legalize recreational marijuana. And I've heard people since then who are like, well, what's going on? Like, yeah. He can't do this on his own. He needs to have you know, the House and the Senate to also get involved. Now, Shapiro is not the first one. Tom Wolf had pushed for this as well. But Tom Wolf had a Republican-led House and Senate. Shapiro does have the benefit of a very slim majority Democrat-led state House. Um, but I'm looking at a Spotlight PA story where they're looking into this, and it says it appears attitudes in the still GOP-dominated state Senate are shifting. The state senator who controls a key committee supporting legalization and the lawmaker in charge of setting the chamber's agenda has expressed a willingness to explore the topic, despite his belief that Pennsylvania should wait for the federal government to act. Because, you know, the federal government says it's illegal. 
<clears throat> yeah, but that yeah. hasn't stopped other states from doing this. We follow laws here, Nancy. Right. So he really would have to have some kind of movement. But the, the details are the problem. We know that there are people who are for it and for it mainly because they say neighboring states have this. We are losing out on money. We're missing out on hundreds of millions of dollars in revenue. And we're wasting law enforcement resources. That's what they believe. Opponents also think, you know, first of all, it's not legal federally. Why would we do this? Others say it lacks supporting research, opens the door to, um, you know, uh, public health problems because, sure. you know, the, 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 how many people would start this? Look, we, we are too and You can still get into this game, but we are too late when I think what's the first state you think of when you think of recreational marijuana? California, or is it Colorado? Colorado. Colorado. That's, Sorry, that's, that's what you were thinking of, yeah, because yeah. they got in first. They were, and they might not even have been first. They got the biggest publicity. I think there's, they were first for recreational. So that's what people think about. You still hear people who go, oh, I'm going out there for that. They, they don't even realize sometimes how yeah, close it can be to home. it's not too late, because even look at well, casinos. The gambling in the state hit record highs. We were late, and I, you know, there's nothing you can do about what you missed out on. But it still will bring sure. in the money. There's a, there's a big difference, though, between like you know being in the game and being the game. You know, like Atlantic City's never going to be, or not as I said, it's a bad example. Pennsylvania's never going to be Las Vegas or close. But we have it. Yeah, we mm-hmm. we do have it. But we're not the big player. Right. That we could have been had we beat Vegas to it. It's a weird and weird connection there. But sure. Either way. Now, what they want to do, and this is a, the state Senate bill, which you know does have some Republican support here, being that it's a Republican led right. Senate. Um, according to this article, they're saying that they would use the state's existing medical marijuana infrastructure, where you know there are about almost two hundred dispensaries. Um, they would sell recreational cannabis. Mm-hmm. And um, this is a path that's favored by a number of publicly traded multi-state companies selling medical marijuana in Pennsylvania. So you already have the infrastructure in place. They said uh, the current dispensary infrastructure, the best way to add an adult use market safely and swiftly. Makes sense. You already have them there. It's just it wouldn't get rid of medical marijuana because there are strains and, you know, different ones that are used medically as opposed to recreationally. I guess one of the issues, though, is uh, an opposition to the uh, proposed 20 percent tax. And that would be on top of the state's 6 percent sales tax. And there, there are people who say that it would not make us competitive with states that are nearby. And they think that would drive people who could to, you know, not that anybody couldn't, but if you're close to state lines, um, you would, you might just opt to do that. Or you might just go on the black market sounds, if it's that costly. It sounds very familiar to people who live like in Phil, like Easton. Eh, it's a lot cheaper. It's 40, 50 cents cheaper to get gas across in Jersey because they don't have as many taxes. So mm-hmm. if it's a real problem. Right. So look, I would hope that if they all think it's a good idea, you've got to work together Make concessions on both sides, right? Actually work bipartisan to make the best thing you can going forward. And that's especially when you have a legislature that is so close in numbers. Whether there's a few ahead of them in the House, you don't get all the power. You've got to work together. Um, Again, I know there are people who say don't like it, don't want it, no matter what. But it seems like this is going to take a while. Anyway, it's not something where I know there are people who heard it be talked about and in the news, and they go, when's it coming? You know, this is not something where you can do an executive order well, and just make it happen. There's a lot of interesting things, too. Just uh, just a quick search. Someone had texted in saying, you know, it's not going to be as profitable because those taxes will push people to just go, mm, I'll stick with my drug dealer. 
And it seems absurd, but there's articles here just talking about it could be years before pot users give up their black market weed dealers, avoiding taxes. Very similar to when people go, it's dangerous. And it's easy to scoff at that and go, well, we'll have things figured out. I was just worried about what's in my street drugs. At least in a dispensary, I would feel that it's regulated and it's checked and it's safer. But as far as just rushing through this, no, we shouldn't rush through this. We should use all this data from these surrounding states. There's something from 2019 here from the National Institute of Health. Marijuana uh, drivers testing positive for marijuana increased 109 percent. That's a real concern. Mm-hmm. Granted, they probably were driving very slow. It's a different kind of uh, different kind of uh, a reaction versus alcohol, mm-hmm. but still, we can we should learn and not jump into it too fast. Well, there's enough other states to kind of look at where the, the mistakes were made. The data's there. Yeah, we can certainly do that. It's one good thing about being later in the race. Follow the trail of smoke. This just in, uh, we're now finding out what uh, the United States uh, government is doing uh, with new sanctions on Russia. It is the eve of the second anniversary of the invasion of Ukraine. It's also in retaliation for the death of noted Kremlin critic Alexei Navalny last week in the in an Arctic uh, penal colony. The U.S. Treasury Department will impose more than 500 new sanctions on Russia and what they say is its war machine. This is the largest single kind of you know, bunch of uh, things that are going to be coming down here. Um, Let me just see. Today I'm announcing more than 500 new sanctions against Russia is what uh, is a key passage from the White House statement. And they talk about Navalny, a courageous anti-corruption activist, Putin's fiercest uh, opposition leader. The sanctions will target individuals connected to Navalny's imprisonment, as well as Russia's financial sector, defense, industrial base, procurement networks, and sanctions, the evader across multiple continents. They say it will ensure that Putin pays an even steeper price for his aggression abroad and what they call repression at home. There will be uh, export restrictions on 100 entities that they say provide backdoor support for Russia's war machine. Uh, They're also going to take action to further reduce Russia's energy revenues. And they also say that uh, the president says, I directed my team to strengthen support for civil society, independent media, and those who fight for uh, democracy around the world. It says history is watching. And uh, and obviously also talking about uh, the bipartisan national security supplemental bill. That is something that would certainly help what's going on in Ukraine. And Ukraine is like right now in a really desperate situation there with the war. It looks like Russia, the tide might be turning in their favor at this very point. Yeah, I mean, you can argue all you want about if you should send money or not. Uh, but it's good that we all have empathy for them. Yeah, it's not going to help. No, there's no empathy out there mm. from most people. Um, no, I think uh, most people do. Well, I think split. most. I think you have a, a faction of them that are yeah. going to drag their feet on this, and it's all for political reasons. It's really a shame to, it's to sad put to them see. in a perilous situation like that. Gain momentum, one step forward, two steps back. Oh, it's very frustrating. It's <clears throat> Florida state legislature has passed a law that would require social media companies like Facebook and Instagram to prevent children under the age of 16 from using their sites whether or not their parents say it's okay. So 
don't they, they don't care about parental approval. Did you ask mom? It doesn't matter. <clears throat> yeah, the bill defines the social media site as one that allows users to interact with each other. Also one that gathers information on users and what they call uses addictive features. Now the bill has not been signed into law, but it's been passed. So <clears throat> is this a good thing to to say that? And again, how do you get around it? Do kids are kids able to sign up and put a birth date that makes them over the age of 16. Well, yeah, like uh, I would try to compare this to something because should social media be banned? Uh, well, there's different types of social media out there. Like Pinterest, very different than Facebook yeah, or Instagram. Um, I'm thinking about like uh, magazines. When I was a I know, 13-year-old boy, we all knew what that top shelf magazine was, but we knew we couldn't buy it. Right. You know exactly. Like, so, but, but like, I would buy my little my wrestling magazines, or my friend would buy you know basketball magazines. Come up with a social media account where it's just close friends, like Messenger Kids. I don't know if you know, but it's like it's like Facebook Messenger, but kids are involved in. They can't delete messages. Oh, okay. If they block someone, the parents get messages. Mm. So it, it it gives it, it's a tools. very it gives you tools. Yes, it gives it gives you tools to uh, manage that and ease them into it. That shouldn't be banned, but probably would be banned under this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it looks you like know, it. So just to come up with different <laughs> levels and design some stuff that's really friendly for kids. Don't put you know the like kids shouldn't be on. Uh, Tinder. <laughs> I just don't see how you can stop a just kid kind from of social pretending media that their age is something else. How will they be able to know? Right. But then again, it's just like, you know, yeah, you could shoplift that dirty magazine, but there's got to be consequences if you do it. Right, right now, it's just like, I'll let them. Who cares? Who's going to police this thing? But again, different different things are out there right. for these kids. There's scary stuff. Just, I don't know, parent them, talk to them, and just say Just want to make um, one quick point before we go to break here. Yeah. <clears throat> Charlie Woods, son of Tiger Woods. His hopes of competing in the PGA Tours uh, Classic next week ended as the 15-year-old son of golfing great Tiger Woods failed to advance from a pre-qualifying event. Look, there's so much pressure on this kid, and he's why? Because his dad's like golfer. the greatest of all time, at least on the on the. But grass. I mean, look at him, 15, and he's uh, you know, even to get to this stage is yeah. something else. It is 8:30 at WILK. Time for a break. We're gonna do a Friday beer buzz. Lindo is here. He brought in what looked like a pretty big box. He might be moving in to live Very here. Curious. I don't know. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. Back clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. And now, and now, promoting and advancing the craft and microbrew culture in Northeast PA. This is another edition of... What is it? Friday Beer Bar! 
you should see what we have in front of us, folks. Oh uh, but anyway, God. the Friday Beer Buzz powered by Sabatini's Pizza and Sabatini's Bottle Shop and Bar in Exeter. Sabatini's, the area's greatest selection of rare craft and imported beers. Growlers and Crowlers and 37 rotating drafts, all at Sabatini's Pizza and Sabatini's Bottle Shop and Bar, Wyoming Avenue in Exeter. So we know what today is. It's Friday. It's Lent. It's Pizza Day. Oh, my goodness. I've been doing really <laughs> bad jokes all week, and none of them are getting the respect from Johnny Lucas. So quick question, Lindo. Do those rotating drafts ever get dizzy because they're always rotating? Johnny? Nope, so, nothing. Okay. So today we're going to have a beer. <laughs> <laughs> That's the, uh, that is 100% appropriate. Way to go. You so today that we're going to have a beer. We can tell people we have it in fancy glasses. Fancy yeah, glasses. This is different. Usually we have like plastic cups or something. Yeah, or no, normally it's the gray solo cup. Today, uh, stepping yes. it up a little bit. So let's just say that the taste can be the taste, but there are some things that need certain glassware. Exactly. And this is oh. one of them. Right? There's a method to the madness. It makes, it, I mean, there is a purpose and a design from each brewery for the shape of the glasses when you get into Belgian and, and German beers, but it makes it fun. Yes. Doesn't it? Too? It does. It, also it makes just, it fun. all of a sudden, it feels more special. You're going to like this one, Jason. I haven't tried it yet. Uh, you guys spoiled he always the waits. flavor for me. But I'm just saying, I know he'll like it. So we're going to get into that in just a moment. And right? If I don't, what are you going to give me? Money? No, I mean, I'm sure I'm going to like this. Too. Five million dollars. Like I do like this beer, so if you don't like it, I'm going to take it back and drink it. Now that is something yeah. that... <laughs> it does it's, seem pretty mighty, too, like when it comes to... It Content smells, smells very good. Yummy. But before we can get to this, mm-hmm. we have to get to something else. It's uh, what's that? Uh, wow, I wrote it down. Where is it? Oh, beer news. There you go. <laughs> beer. beer, beer, news. Hey everybody, it's Bill from mybeerbuzz.com. Mybeerbuzz.com with your bad beer news of the week. Bad what? It's mostly bad news this week. But it's still beer. Still beer. Enough said. Let's do this. Up first, Oscar Blues is closing their Austin, Texas tap room. That closure will be permanent and they have laid off all of their employees. Smutty Nose recently joined with Five Burrows Brewing Company to become something called Finest Kind Brewing LLC. And shortly thereafter, Finest Kind Brewing actually purchased Wachusett Brewing in Massachusetts. So that should be an interesting story to follow because Smutty Nose had some financial troubles, so it's a little bit surprising to see them making such a purchase. Ecliptic Brewing has announced that they are closing and selling the brand as well. And I've noticed that currently Von Ebert Brewing is using the facility to brew their beer. So no word on whether that's an outright purchase or whether it's just a contract brew, so stay tuned on that one. And Asahi has purchased Octopi Brewing in the United States, and that brewery will serve as a contract brewing facility so that they can create their very famous Super Dry Beer, and that will be brewed in the U.S. for the very first time. That's your bad beer news of the week. Cheers for the beers that have fallen. As always, you can click on the Breaking Beer News tab on MyBeerBuzz.com. MyBeerBuzz.com. For more details. Mm. All right, there you go. It's nice. It wasn't so bad. Bad beer news. Bad beer news. Now, this it's bad or is it sad? What is yeah, the, I would say it's What sad, is this yeah. at the bottom of our glass? It looks like a building. Is it a worm or, or is that only tequila? Sort. So, this can see. Just pretend I'm not here, Lindo. I'm sorry. <laughs> this is all interesting. So the brewery is Castile. Okay. Okay, and this is coming to us from Belgium, and Ooh. on the uh, the glass is really cool. I it mean, is. The reason we're featuring the beer today is we we were we had a really good time last night at the bar and bottle shop. We had Bernard from Castile Brewery at, in the building. Nice. And uh, people got to meet him, talked to him for a little bit, and Castile. I guess the translation is probably castle, mm-hmm. and that's the ca- and the castle is actually made into the glass. It's well, like a White House, but this, it's yeah. cool. All makes sense now. Yeah. yeah, I love the thought that's got into this. <laughs> it's very nice. And uh, everybody 
wanted to steal our glasses uh, yesterday, but I you can't, can't take these glasses. These are very pricey. Um, I would say they're probably it's probably an expensive glass, but the beer itself. I'll be careful then. We, we have three beers on draft right now from Castile. We have the Castile uh, Rouge, the Castile Rubis, and Castile Donker. Okay, so the one I brought today is Castile Rouge, which is a cherry, a Belgian strong cherry ale. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, really good. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, it's your tummy warm. It's really yummy, is it? Yeah, it uh, reminds me of some other stuff. I, I do really well with lime beers, and this uh, occasional cherry stuff works pretty this well is for cherry, me. Cherry, cherry. You have a lot of people that say, "Oh, you can't make fruit beer." It's not. No, you sit down, open mind, drink this beer. It's probably unless you just hate cherries, right? It's hard to say it's not good. Oh no, it's good. And I first thought, is this sour? It's not really no. sour. It's I like it because I like a little bit of a tartness, but it is not like one of those super you, sour salivation kind of thing. That's why when you said sour cherry, I, I like just held back, you hesitated because I think it is a, there is a tartness to yes. it, but it's definitely sure. not sour. No. And as you drink it, the sweetness keeps coming at you. It's not too sweet, but it's definitely. Definitely on the sweet it's, it's side. It's like a fabulous kind what? of desserty yeah. thing. Is that the answer to this question? Which is, yeah. again, you think of what beer is supposed to taste like or what we grew up with. This doesn't taste like that. It doesn't taste like what I would cons- I would consider a beer. But if I have a wine drinker that comes in and wants to try a beer, this is a perfect like transition mm-hmm. to a wine drinker. Right. Um, <clears throat> I just think it's. It's flat out great. It really is great. This is like a special one if you have people over and you want to. I don't know. I think it's very impressive. It's really good. We also have um, from Castile on draft is the same time I said Rubis. Rubis is their raspberry version. Oh, wow. Now, that one is a little sweeter than this one as far as sweetness goes, but the flavor is just crazy. It's spectacular. Crazy. I'm I'm (laughs) battling this in my head. You know, sometimes you get so used to, like, the artificial flavor of a fruit because of, like... Yeah, like like, the Jolly Ranchers and stuff. That's this is real cherry flavor. I think oh, it's like it has like yeah. a real cherry. It's not it's like not your, like an artificial. It doesn't taste like tossin. No, no God, thank yeah. God. but it also doesn't taste like you know like a, like a cherry candy or something. People get afraid when they see cherry beers because they think it's going to go like towards tossin or towards ludens. Mm-hmm. With you know, and this one is it does really just taste like cherry. Now both of these beers, real cherries, yeah, it's great. Both of these beers, the Rubis and this one that we're drinking here, the Cas- the Castile Rouge, they're you know not. They're at 8%. Yeah, they're not heavy, heavy. They're 8%, a lot of alcohol. The base beer that we also have on draft right now is a, is a Belgian quad. It's called Castile Donker. Mm-hmm. That's 11. Uh, uh, why are you laughing? I don't, what know, was I, that? I don't know what Donker <laughs> means, but it makes me giggle. Is it Donker or Donkis? Donker. Donker. Okay. okay. And that's what type? A Belgian quad? It's a Belgian quad, and it weighs in at 11.5%. Wow. wow. And that's the base beer that, that, that they, they brew so this is for these beers. Pretty, and uh, then they, yeah, they like cut them that. down. They oh, cut them really? down with the fruit juice. So they're starting at 11.5% alcohol for this beer that you're drinking. And then they cut it down with the juice. So right. it comes out to be really That's eight. perfect yeah. because it is like you can yeah. relax. Like I could even see this out in an outside heat picnic hanging with people. Yum. Yeah. Refreshing yeah. and not killing you. So if you're like, I wish it was stronger, blame the cherries. Because if it wasn't for the cherries, it would be stronger. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So if you already hate cherries, then you have a real reason. So wait, you have this though. on draft. Right. And um, so you have rouge. <clears throat> Rouge. You have Rubis, and that's the raspberry. Mm-hmm. And then you have Donker, which is the Belgian quad. Which is the Belgian quad. All yeah. of those on draft. Yeah, and that's kind of why I brought the glasses today, because drinking the, these beers on draft last night out of these glasses, it was just really cool. Now yeah. that I, I know the backstory here, that there's a base beer, and then they cut it down with the raspberries. Yeah. And the, you guys do samples, right? And that, that, you, can get a, you can get a four-ounce pour 
of, of the beers as well. Make any sense? Like all I'm thinking about is like all I want to do now is try the base beer and then try these afterwards. But is there any benefit to that, or is it just? I mean, I'm kind of curious to see what they. You, a lot of people last night they tried all three of them. You know, got, so whether, whether they got a four ounce pour or whatever. I mean, but with this, with the amount of cherry and raspberry that's in these beers, it's kind of hard to find the donker in it when as you're you know yeah. if you just drink them side by side you really yeah. wouldn't think that they're related right if that makes no, sense now the rubus and the rouge you can tell a lot of similarities between yeah. those two beers but uh bernard was great we were happy to have him he uh he does he, uh, does he make a tour and then travel or i know you're like always no i don't say always but you go there so obviously you have many friendships I guess when you sell a lot of Belgian beer, these guys want to... They want to come in they, and talk they, to people. And, and hope that we buy more. So they come to right. help build their brand and shake hands to the people that buy the beer. And okay, it's, it's always nice. fun, yeah. That's really nice. So I'm sure you had a good crowd. Did anybody try to steal the glass? He actually gave... He had some glasses that he brought. He actually gave some of the glasses nice. out. But nice. I didn't have to tackle anybody last Yay. night. So no. it's, it doesn't need to be said that I'll say it, but you never turned down a visit from the man who brings the donker. <laughs> right? <laughs> this, is, this is accurate. Yeah, that's real. I've the been doing my research. The beer is Castile. Castile. And that's K-A-S-T-E-E-L. Do you guys too many E's? No, you hit it. But you've got Rouge, which is the cherry. Rubus, the raspberry. And donker, which Jason's having fun with, the Belgian quad. Jason's going to like this real quick. It's another silly word. I'm like a child. Yeah. I had a guy describe the beer because he really liked it as redonkulous. Oh, now, I love it. That I've heard before. I'm so- there you go. Johnny <laughs> it's not this. even original, though, Johnny. <laughs> Perfect. I love it. Uh, all right. So get by today. Right. You've got all of these on drafts. You've got so many drafts. I know we say 37. I'm sure you add all the time. So anyway. Get there and also get your pizza. But he doesn't brag, so he's not going to give us a number. No, it's too many. <laughs> Thank you so much. This was a Don't true. This was a true pleasure <laughs> to drink. It stands out forever. I, I think Barsky's drunk. I think so too. Eight percent. Give the quad. Uh, it's no, the Friday beer buzz. Powered by Sabatini's Pizza and Sabatini's Bottle Shop and Bar in Exeter. The area's greatest selection of rare craft and imported beers. Growlers and Crowlers and 37 rotating drafts at Sabatini's Pizza and Sabatini's Bottle Shop and Bar. Wyoming Avenue in Exeter. The Friday Beer Buzz. Bringing good beers and good people together. Nancy and Jason with uh, Allie Gallus from Trek. Allie's like, what do you mean the beer? We do like a little beer segment here, Allie. So, oh, nice. craft Love beer, it. yeah. So, uh, you know, Jason might have sw- sw- how do you say it? Swug. Sw- <laughs> I, I swug. I swiggled uh, a little too a much, little maybe. Too I don't know. Allie, we've got uh, we've got quite the change coming, and uh, I know we started off with some fog out there as well. Yeah, it's looking a little bit better here at the station, but yes, dense fog out there. So even where it's not raining or doing whatever it was doing all night last night and overnight into this morning, that's pretty much wrapped up, but it is still uh, some reduced visibility out there. Something to keep in mind if you're heading out this morning. Um, But other than that, improvements as the day goes on and then as the weekend goes on. So today, warm, actually. 48 is our high. Wow. And now, when is it going to start dropping? Like, what what, what time do you think? Because it says, like, oh, like, we'll get there, but we're going to plummet after. Yeah, so towards tomorrow morning. So 30s tonight, but then by tomorrow morning, by, like, 7, 8 o'clock tomorrow morning, I think we'll be in, like, the low 20s. So 22 is my forecast low. But, again, I think that doesn't really happen until sunrise tomorrow morning. Okay. All right. And then, so we might see a little snow, like you said, and uh, but clearing in the afternoon, right? 
Yeah, so for for yeah, for tomorrow maybe a couple of flakes in the morning early in the morning, but then sunshine by the afternoon. Still cold, only near 30 for a high and a brisk wind all day, but uh, definitely seeing some afternoon sunshine and then sun all day long on Sunday. And Sunday looks like the better day. I mean, the Saturday is yes. not bad, but Sunday better. Um when we kind of peek into next work week, we're already looking at like 50. So it really yeah. seems like we're kind of finishing out this uh, February month a little bit higher than the average coming up. Yeah, so 40s on Sunday, which is where we should be this time of year, but then 50 on Monday, probably mid and upper 50s by Tuesday and Wednesday. So Wednesday looks to be the warmest day of next week. Uh, Some rain chances, too, but I think we could be close to 60 in warmest spots on Wednesday. That's wild. All right. Well, it's going to be We're going to be coming into March. We don't know. Lion, lamb, I mean, that's not until... Friday, right? That's when it starts. Yes, Friday yeah. is March first. Yes. We'll, oh my we'll God. see how it goes. Yeah, I know. How? Where did the time go? And then we have a parade, <laughs> the Pittston parade that weekend. So St. Patrick's Day almost upon us. Soon that bunny's going to be hopping around giving candy to our kids. Yeah. It's crazy. <laughs> Ellie, it's always a pleasure. So have a great weekend. All right. Yeah, you too. And I will be back Monday. So I'll talk to you guys. We'll then. be chatting with you then. Have Take a good care. weekend. Talk to you Monday. We have 36 degrees, mostly cloudy skies. I don't know if you've ever watched the show, um, Only Murders in the Building. I know about it. I've wanted to watch it. Don't have Hulu. All right. Well, Meryl Streep and Martin Short reported people is reporting that these co-stars from the show spotted having dinner together denying romance rumors but celebrities get hungry the pair were photographed smiling as they left the restaurant together it all comes about a month after they denied the rumors that they are dating fans started uh, speculating about the nature of their relationship after seeing them interact at the golden globes if you were watching that I heard all about it, and I thought, good for them. That's all I thought about. (laughs) Because people care so much about what happens in And without looking at them together, for some reason, I'm imagining him being so tiny next to her. But they're probably about the same height, if I had to guess. I don't know why, because he's so, like, he looks so frail. But he's, like, the sweetest man ever, so I hope that's the case. I did see some of the beginning episodes of that show. Very good show. I just haven't been able to catch That's up with, yet. That's uh, with uh, Steve Martin. And then that Martin singer. Short, Selena Gomez. Selena Gomez. But I'm a big Steve Martin fan, so that's kind of why I first tuned in. Um, here's just a f- weird kind of story to end things off before I'll we take, take our it. break. Researchers at Texas A&M creating a wax coating that could keep produce fresh for longer. Good luck chewing through it. <laughs> Researchers combine the wax that is currently used to protect food with a cinnamon bark essential oil to create a new antibacterial wax. Nice. The other one could keep a lot of germies on there. I got that, yeah. Um, they say this would help to pr- the produce fight off bacteria and fungi. Go ahead, Jason. Is there a joke for fungi? Yeah, there's nothing there. They say the technology is going to basically help to inactivate the bacteria and fungi to extend the shelf life that you find a lot of times, uh, you know, when you go to buy your produce. So there you go. New wax coat coming soon, I guess. I always wash them off. Cucumbers and stuff. Yeah, I mean, I, as a kid, I would always hear about uh, just, you know, the wax. Make sure you don't eat that. Don't eat the skin because they covered <laughs> it with wax. But then people tell you that's where all the vitamins are. And then I start questioning. Oh, in the skin. Yeah, and then the I'm wax. always like, well, why do they design them like that? Like, like you know, it's above my so hey, then, grade. But guess what? There's no one's answering prayers and questions about cucumbers. Now we have a VOCA to DC flights, yeah. two a day coming starting late June, June 27th. United Airlines, if you want to check that out. Time to play a quick little game. It's the celebrity birthday game. 
Jason guesses focused. the age within two years, right? Then we consider yeah. that a win. Emily Blunt, actress. She's married to John Krasinski, right? Jim from The Office? Yes. And not that that's relevant to her age. Uh, I'm going to say she's 43. She is 41, so you're very close. Woo! Yeah. Actress Dakota Fanning. Well, I hate this one because she's older than I think. Um, she's probably like 33 now. She's 30. Okay, good. Yeah. Glad she's younger than I thought. Former boxer Floyd Mayweather Jr. 48. 47. You're close. There you go. And if it's your birthday, that's all we have for today. There's not a whole heck of a lot. Yeah. I feel ripped off. If it's your birthday today, happy birthday. And if it's your anniversary, happy anniversary. Do want to mention, though, a very important on this day in history. And I'm sure Bob probably has this one coming up, too. So 1945 on this day, U.S. Marines fighting the Japanese in Iwo Jima captured Mount Suribachi, where they raised the American flag. That scene captured in an iconic Pulitzer Prize winning photo that was the model for the U.S. Marine Corps War Memorial, Washington, D.C. That happened on this day. Um, I was doing birthdays. The one birthday I got you that you did was tomorrow. That was Who's Floyd that? Mather. Floyd well, Mayweather. It changes everything. Titanic star Billy Zane's tomorrow, too. I forgot him. Billy Zane. I mean, come on, uh, come on. The world has forgot Billy Zane. Billy Zane's 55. 58. Bob, did you know any of these? <laughs> He's like, nope. Billy Zane was the bad guy in that. He was the bad guy. Wasn't he like the bad boyfriend? Um, Fiance? Yes. Yeah, snobby. Mm-hmm. Not fun. Yeah, not at all. How dare he want to save his life before the women. <laughs> Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T Mobile.com. 